0: Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and every Monday through Friday, we're doing our devotionals together. We've been in the book of Second Thessalonians. We started with 1 Thessalonians, and we thought through the season of this coronavirus, where things are, are different and, and the times are challenging, we're facing uh, unusual circumstances, that the message of these two books was uniquely uh, connected with the season that we're in, simply because the church in Thessalonica faced persecution, they faced trials, they faced troubles, and Paul wrote to them in the first book. Yeah. <laughs> specifically to encourage them to say, hey guys, here's what I hope you'll do during this strange during these strange days. I hope you'll stay on target with your faith. And in 2 Thessalonians, he was saying, okay, I get it. The, the days are strange and we're all excited about when the days will change because Jesus Christ is coming again. But hey, while you're waiting, don't forget to be faithful. Work while you wait. So that's the theme of the book. And the pattern we've taken has been very simple. We read a passage of scripture, we make some observations about it, and then we pray about that passage of scripture with our heavenly father and i hope that's a, a pattern that you follow in your own devotions that 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 whether we're listening to this together or not that on a daily basis you read a little bit of scripture you make some observations about it and you let that scripture be the inspiration for the way that you pray there's always opportunities for you to do a deeper study of each of these passages and there's a time for that and i hope that you'll do that that you'll take deeper time than five or ten minutes or 15 minutes or however long you go in a devotional i hope you'll take Take deeper time to go deeper in that passage of Scripture at some point to do a, a study of it. But but what this pur- what the purpose of this podcast is and these moments is really a devotional look at Scripture. Read it, make some observations, and pray about it. So we're coming close to the end of Second Thessalonians chapter three, which is the end of Second Thessalonians. And so we're just uh, today and tomorrow is our last two uh, last two moments in it. Today we're in verses ten through twelve, and here's what it says. Second Thessalonians chapter three verses ten through twelve say: For even when we were with you, we commanded you this: If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. For we hear that there are some who walk among you in a disorderly manner, not working at all, but are busybodies. Now those who are such we command and exhort through our Lord Jesus Christ that they work in quietness and eat their own bread. 2 Thessalonians chapter three verses 10 through 12. Now, this is related to what we began talking about yesterday in verses six through nine, that inside the church at Thessalonica, there were some people who were being disorderly. They were facing troubles, trials, and persecutions, and they were excited about the return of Christ. And they were were using the excuse that Christ is about to return. They used that as an excuse to not do anything with their faith. They stopped working altogether. And, uh, well, according to verse 10 and 11, they became busybodies. They were disorderly and became busybodies in the church. And it's actually one of the reasons why Paul wrote this letter to them, to to just remind them, hey, yes, Jesus is coming, and yes, you should be found faithful, working hard, not for your faith, but because of your faith. Uh, Work in such a way that God would be glorified by the the work that you do. And these people, uh, well, For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't help the homeless. It doesn't mean we shouldn't partner people who have things with people who need things. We absolutely need to be charitable towards one another. But there is a moment when charity runs out. Now, that's a a sad statement. Uh, But there's a moment when charity runs out, not because someone is not being charitable, but sometimes to continue to be charitable isn't really charity. It's actually empowering someone in their sinfulness to continue to be sinful. We're enabling someone to stay in a state that's still bad. And so Paul says there, sometimes you get, to a space with someone who has just proven time and time and time again that they are lazy, they are disorderly, they are busybodies, and they've proven that they're not gonna work and because they're not gonna work. He says, well, maybe they should suffer the logical consequences of their actions Paul's not saying here that we should be mean to people he's not saying we should be that, that we should lack thoughtfulness with people that we shouldn't be kind to people that's not at all what he's saying but he is saying that sometimes it's appropriate for people to experience the logical consequences of their actions now think about that for a little bit let's just think about uh, let's take Uh, nameless, uh, nameless, faceless people out of the conversation and just put into the conversation your own children. Sometimes we want to protect them from the logical consequences of their actions. Sometimes uh, they do something wrong and um, they can't... This is a silly story, but I remember as a kid, I was at my grandparents' house and I was throwing rocks um, into the street and a car drove by and as the car drove by, I thought to myself, "Well, wouldn't it be cool if I could throw this rock over that car, and and see if I could make it?" And so the car drives by, and the first car drives by, and it it drives by, and I threw the car, I threw the the rock, and went right over the car, and it was awesome. That was that was so cool. Um, I did it. It was great. And then the next car drove by and I did it again. And that was really cool. And then by the time the third car drove by, I thought to myself, well, that's a moving car. I wonder if I could throw this rock and hit that car as it goes by. And so I did. (laughs) I threw the rock, I hit the car. And the car stepped on its brakes, squealed its tires, landed in my grandparents' driveway and I ran as fast as I could into the house. I locked the doors behind me. I ran into the bedroom, locked the door behind that. I crawled under the bed. I was probably seven years old when I was doing this. And the guy gets out of his car and he rings the doorbell and he was so mad. And he chewed out my grandparents and he wanted... He wanted to chew me out and yell at me and all of those things. And I was so thankful for my grandparents at that moment. My granddad was just awesome in that moment. He, he took the chewing, he was gracious to the guy, he offered to make uh, compensation for the damage that I had done to his car. And he didn't let the guy come after me, not at all. Um, and that was awesome. And so, uh, and then once the guy left, I came back out and my grandfather helped me understand the way of things. And helped me understand his graciousness, graciousness to me in that moment. He helped me see all of those things, and I just I remember that in that moment um, I didn't think of it like that, like this at that time. But in that moment, I did not suffer the logical consequences of my actions because my grandfather stood in the way of that. He paid the price I owed, and it was gracious to me in that moment. But you know, sometimes there are moments when someone needs to experience the logical consequences of their actions. I'm thankful for what my grandfather did. That was a debt I couldn't have possibly paid. And that stranger, there's no telling. He was so mad. There's no telling what he would have said or what he would have done to a little seven or eight-year-old boy. I don't know. He probably would have been fine. But, um, but I'm so grateful for my granddad in that moment. But with my own kids, there are times when um, I need them to understand that if you don't put your trash away, then the room gets really trashy. And so um, I'll let the room go for just a little while. And it gets to a space where they will start picking up the room themselves. Doesn't always work that way, but you see what I'm saying? Sometimes the best way we can learn is for us to experience the logical consequences of our own choices. And so Paul here is not saying don't be kind He's not saying be mean. He's not saying be no, don't be helpful. He's simply saying use discernment to figure out when it's time with someone who's disorderly, with someone who's a busybody, with someone who's lazy, when is it time for them to experience the logical consequences of their actions? For we hear, verse 11, for we hear that there are some who walk among you in a disorderly manner, not working at all, but are busybodies. Now those who are such, we command and exhort through our Lord Jesus Christ that they work in quietness and eat their own bread. In other words, Paul says, stop it. Stop it. You need to experience the logical consequences of your own actions, but the only way your life will change is if you go to work, in quietness and eat your own bread. And so there are just moments when it's time for us to step up and to step out. And that's time for us in quietness to simply do what we know is the right thing thing to be done. There are moments when it's time for us to do that. And so let's take a moment to pray these verses back to our Heavenly Father. Father, I pray that you would help us today. Give us discernment Help us to know when it's time for us to stand in the gap for someone else and offer grace and patience uh, to them and to protect them from the logical consequences of their choices. Help us to know and have the discernment to know when we should do that and when we should stay out of the way and just let that person experience the logical consequences of their actions. Help us to have the discernment that allows us to know that. And Father, if we are on the verge of becoming or if we actually are that disorderly Lazy busybody, I pray that we would follow Paul's command right here, that we would work in quietness and that we would eat our own bread. That we wouldn't expect that everyone else should be required to take care of me and my problems, but that we would expect that God, you're with us and you're for us, and you have taken care of our problems in ways that we can't even imagine. And so now help us to be faithful to you in simply following you, to work in quietness and to eat the bread that you've provided and to give thanks for it. So Father, help us with our discernment towards others and our willingness to follow you and our ability to follow you on a daily basis. We love you, Father, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for listening. I'm always honored that you would tune in and that we would be able to do these devotions together. You can make certain that you don't miss an episode by subscribing to the platform podcast. You can also um, help us connect with other people by liking or commenting or sharing this podcast with someone else. And you can always get other great devotional comments, uh, content as well as some great interviews about how to share the gospel uh, with the people uh, that God's placed in your circles through our partner podcast a follower of one. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the platform.